hello and welcome back to black girl couch reviews i am excited i've waited so long for us to finally discuss the first episode of why the last man premiered on fx and hulu i didn't know the first three episodes dropped and i was beside myself i really didn't want to have anything to do with work today but I managed to be a strong, responsible adult and not take those three hours off so that I can digest these three hours of television. Alas, I only got to two episodes today, but we will only be discussing The Day Before, directed by Louis Friedberg and teleplay by Eliza Clark. All three episodes did premiere September 13th, and because this is a new series for us, we're going to go ahead and take a look behind the curtain. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. So for those of you that do not know why The Last Man is based on a comic book of the exact same name, uh, it was... Um, Written by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Gura. It did receive a lot of accolades back when it came out, I believe, in 2002. I have loved this comic for a very, very long time. I got so excited when I heard they were going to do a TV series about it. I know I was saying show and series and making it one word. And what I was hearing was getting me disheartened in the last year or so, because this has been in development since what, uh, 2018? So there was a few casting changes. Uh, one of the biggest ones being Lashana, Lashana Lynch. She was supposed to play Agent 355, but then she blew up and went into James Bond and thus took that role over this smaller role that's fine uh there was a different actor cast in the role of yorick his name was barry kiangan i'm glad we did not get him actually i was not thoroughly i, I was open to the casting choice but i find ben Shetzner. is that how you say his word i'm gonna go with that uh, I think that he more encompasses, and I know that's not fair because you don't know what the other actor did, but he definitely encompasses what I expected Yorick to be. They did cast Sam Jordan as Hero's best friend, played by Elliot Fletcher. You did not know, he's going to be playing a transgender male. Um... Other casting news, Diane Lane as Jennifer Brown. I don't know what's up with my vows today. They're not going together. Ashley Romans, who replaced Lashana Lynch as Agent 355. Already mentioned who York Brown is played by. Olivia Thurby as Hero Brown. I haven't seen her since Dread, and I really liked her in Dread. <laughs> and she was in The Darkest Hour. I don't, I don't remember that. And I don't remember her in Juno. I just remember her in Dread. And then I was like, where'd you go, girl? Juliana Canfield as Beth DeVille, York's girlfriend. 
I'm gonna say it right now. The choice to make his girlfriend of African American descent is a smart choice and something I have been discussing multiple times in other fandoms when you're trying to do a certain type of story sometimes and it's not oh it's really not all the time <laughs> the people behind the scenes fault necessarily the casting's the casting but it completely takes down a certain part of a fandom that could emerge in these types of situations and i'm not going to say too much because i don't want to discuss what i already know about the comic i will not be doing spoilers uh, unless i feel like it and even if i do i'll do it in a spoiler section and i will announce it after i roll the credits but for right now i don't see anything that's going to be worth going into spoilers for Marion Ireland plays Nora Brady, the press advisor to the U.S. president. <laughs> I think I know who, because the names have changed. I know what characters they're going to turn into. And then Amber Tambling as Kimberly Campbell Cunningham, daughter of the deceased U.S. president and also a best-selling author. There are guests. Paul Gross is Ted Campbell which we saw him die very early on in this first episode and Diana Bang as Allison Mann. I feel as if I thought maybe she would be on the main cast, but I do know that the girl that was in, I'm sorry, I don't know her name because it's not popping up here, but she was in The Expanse. Maybe I'll find her next time. Uh, but she had a pretty prominent featured role. Let's go into who's working on this. It was developed by Eliza Clark. Composer on this is Herdis Stefan Stefanos. Yeah, I butchered that. Executive producers are Brian K. Vaughn, Pia Carrera, Melina Matsukas, Louise Friedberg, Mary Jo Wrinkler, Eve Afreda, Nina Jackson, Brad Simpson. And Eliza Clark. Producers are Anna Behan and Neville Reed. Cinematography by Kara Kelly and Katherine Lutz. Editors Amy Fleming, Melissa Lawson Chong. And I am curious to see if we get any new, because there's one character I'm not seeing, and I'm not sure if we are going to see this particular first season. It will be 10 episodes. I don't know what day are they going to be dropping? I, I believe Mondays. Um, and then they'll be available on Hulu the next day. I think I have given credit where credit is due at this point on Rotten Tomatoes. It only has a 68% approval rating. I'm not going to listen to the critics here just because. One, it's Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and two, um, well... Most of the actual critics, not the I have a computer and opinion critics. I mean, I guess I could fall into that category, but people who have some acclaim behind them are indicating generally favorable reviews. I'm going to be very heartbroken if this series is not renewed. I feel as if with the executive producer being the, the creator of the comic, 
Like those, I feel as if there needs to be like a three season deal at jump. Like I want to tell my story. You know what the story is. It doesn't need to be completed. Kind of like Preacher. No one was watching Preacher, but they did four seasons to tell the tale because they that's what they wanted to do. That that was their goal. It wasn't to make sure this is the most popular tale in the world. Sure, we want people to jump in and it to be popular and it to, you know, produce money. But at the same time, sometimes I just want the integrity of telling a story. If it needs to be done in a mini series instead of a series, I'm okay with that. Or if it is a television series, let's go ahead and make these three season deals (laughs) or at least two seasons. So now that we have given our applause... Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Of course, I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I probably was all the way biased, but I enjoyed it from the beginning to the end. I think this is a really good solid pilot to bring you in to the world. It does a really good job of setting up the different characterizations. And then it gives you the premise. And I like that all of the scenes in the first episode... For the most part, we're in the trailer and then a few in the second episode. I think from there, we're not going to see anything that was in the trailers, which, man, do they need to do a better job of that for the people who make trailers. Three weeks after is where we start the series. Many are dead in Manhattan, including the animals, and the city is a zone of destruction. Ampersand who I went into fangirl squealing when I saw plays with a bobblehead while the last man, York, sprays paint on the wall for Beth to come home as he is alive. Ampersand exchanges a pen for a treat, then has to be saved when a helicopter careens into the street. Ampersand oblivious is spazzing out. What the fuck was that? It did say the day before, and either I just mixed up what I was watching on the television, or that scene's three weeks in the future, and then all of a sudden, we went to the day before it happened. York is a wannabe escape artist, demonstrating a failed trip to a kid named Fred, whose dad is tired of paying for horrid magic tricks. So he's sending him to magic camp, and this will be their last session. You could have been one of the greats, he tells them. Now we'll never know. The landlord comes to the door because while Beth paid her half of the rent, he has not paid his half of the rent. And he will be calling his parents to make sure he is paid. So we're giving a very good idea of who York is. He's a idealist, a dream boy, living on his parents' generosity. Um, then we meet his mother, Jennifer. And then her assistant, who is Way. <laughs> but in the series, I believe she has a different name. I may have written it down. She has some shoddily done nails. So Senator Brown sends her to get that touch up because what makes her look bad reflects back on her or something to that effect. She's also against a few of the president's policies and intends on speaking out right to the press during the nest. We go to Brooklyn. No. Sleep. That's not the song. 
Now I'm very insecure about that whole singing choice. At AA, Hero is listening to a guy talk about sucking another guy's dick off for drugs and that he used to have so much fun getting fucked up. Ooh, ooh, chill, chill, baby. Ooh, whole gang full of drugs. She receives an insistent call from her brother, Yord, who is outside because he's got a pressing situation. I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. Hey, hey. Well, I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. Hey, hey. He plans to propose to his girl, Beth, tonight, despite being ridiculously broke. He bought a ring but cannot afford dinner, and he knows how to cook grilled cheese which a child can do i really enjoy their instant chemistry because it sold me immediately that hero is ride or die for her younger brother york and they're both two fucked up adults in a glass house or in glass houses but still they have that sibling bond she tells him he gonna embarrass himself and that he needs to but he clowns her for the dui she got in manhattan of all places because that is really difficult to do sam tells her she needs to get back to it and she gives him money after he tells her she hates herself skiatuk oklahoma our first introduction to agent 355 she has built a bomb for a white supremacist group using a man that said he could build it for said white supremacist group to get in on them but he also is sleeping with a black woman or at least booing her up but then tells her she got to get in the fucking back because you know she's black when the buyers show up she takes a moment in the back to feel herself due to the weed probably grabs a jacket heads out running with earphones earplugs in her ears and blows the house up gotcha bitch as she rendezvous with her pickup acting like she's just a normal jogger she notices dead animals agent 1033 tells her she is going to dc to embed herself with potus due to an imminent threat nora the press secretary is watching the president shoot pretty much a gun enthusiast and updates james that jennifer brown has called potus a misogynist on cnn she is then peer pressured into shooting a gun karen's everywhere celebrate kimberly <laughs> they are rejoicing about her white feminist agenda but also is a male apologist she is also against jennifer brown not surprised more mammals are dying everyone prepares for a dinner where dean jennifer's ex shows up well not ex yet they just separated we find out a little bit later shows up to do some hand holding while nora tells jennifer the president wants a word you have jennifer meeting with potus and kind of associating him with being racist he does feel very trumpish saying that you know you're not doing anything about these internet organizations spreading propaganda and hatred 
reading their coalition coalition online and you're not doing anything about it nora is dismissed after reading verbatim word for word what the president asked her to as if this other woman did not walk into the room and completely have a conversation not acknowledging you one bit the two take shots about how he benefited from floating her position her a position for his own political goals and she was left in the code but she has plans on taking him down hero hears her side piece mike has told his girlfriend about them but doesn't elaborate when they drive together to work in an emt beth goes on about her day as york lights candles for his proposal over grilled cheese sandwiches with tomato i see people eat this all the time i don't know what the fucking tomatoes doing in there it seems like a part of the equation that was not supposed to be sure some ham some turkey add a little bacon up in that bitch you know i have to change the cheese slices if you add the bacon but what the fuck is the is like is there's no lettuce in between it's just the cheese the grilledness crustiness of the bread and a piece of tomato that's disgusting <laughs> he wants to come to australia with her but she wants him to visit <laughs> and so she could be other people and he also needs to focus on the biggest opportunity he's ever had which is his own show he needs to cut down to 45 minutes which he refuses to do because he's kind of a loser okay he is a loser he gives her a boot that doing i don't even know what the fuck that is ring and asks her to marry him as he wants it to be them forever despite her clearly being like i don't want you to follow me dude we're 27 i don't need a professional fiance you want to get married and take the next step in a relationship and you really just my side piece and a person that does all the things for me i didn't ask you to do them but at the same time that's what you are in this relationship you assist me <laughs> i know there are a lot of women who got that type of boyfriend at home too i can't do it i just cannot she loves him but he's a man child and isn't sure she wants to settle for this despite their comfortable living situation as he probably will hold her back which is a fucked up thing to say but she seems to be a college professor she was even talking about white privilege she's dealing with her own shit so yes having this attractive boy toy at home that also happens to be the son of a senator sounds nice and cushy until it's time to introduce him around and everybody asks what you do so she leaves the gray papers and he's like come on am i supposed to chase after you he really didn't know what to do then he hit the wall and understood that that shit really hurts agent 355 gets home and erases every little bit of her existence prepping for her new assignment assuming the identity of a secret serviceman named sarah nick and christine are on a date that's her name i knew i was gonna get it i should have known since it's so close to my own uh that's interrupted picking up the senator's dry cleaning when suddenly a rat scurries by then a horse then a whole ass army of rats. Oh, ew, what the fuck? Back at the dinner, this is why I can never be in politics or even in. I, I cannot. I don't know how to. I need way more time with my emotional intelligence 
or maybe i don't i think i'm just at the conclusion i don't want to fucking deal with people like this on any basis in any situation where i have to where there's the polite you know pop shotting at me because she runs into kim and it's the karens that are always the aggressors but then be looking stupid when something pop off like oh, i'm just a victim i don't know why <laughs> why you did this to me she's like oh i didn't know you associated with woman haters like bitch can you not just say hello and then brings up her own daughter's memorable behavior which was pretty much trashy who the fuck are you man jennifer speaks with dean who they both support to avoid doing or having their son do magic tricks in their home they are clearly separated and still she loves him and wants to get back together but he's like no i'm an asshole and i don't want to get back together and i've already talked to an attorney about getting a divorce question is she breastfeeding that grown-ass boy what in god's name are you doing back off you crazy bitch to each their own right do what you gonna do but he needs some other nutrients because at some point you need to know when he starts thinking of you sexually because that shit is real don't fuck him up like that those mama boys are not cute not at all Jim misses family during the nostalgic toast. She's not surrounded by any of her family members. We don't know the backstory. We'd love to get why they are so estranged. Nora, also a mother, gets home to tent forts in the living room and a child asking for her daddy. The balance between ambition and success and being there for every moment of your child. It's a very precarious balance to have. Especially when the male steps in to take over that role, which it seems as if her husband has. Some women believe their job is to be nurturers as well, though, and that the men, it's not organic for them to step into that role, which is a whole other thing. Hero and Mike, post coitus, are in the back of the ambulance discussing him breaking it off with his ex. She wants to know the details why because you won i don't know why you would want the details of it maybe she didn't believe him <laughs> she had an inkling that he wasn't telling the truth but then you shouldn't have dropped your panties for him and <laughs> but this doesn't seem to be a very healthy relationship anyway she needs some pride but it seems as if she has a whole lot of pride problems <laughs> emotional issues as well as drug issues a dog shows up out of nowhere not in the best of health starts spitting up blood he's like oh you stay there hero confronts mike on his lie because he left his phone in there and his wife is like can you pick up some milk for our baby <laughs> but this is also why you shouldn't sleep with married men they get into a physical fight and it's never this is the thing don't throw shit at men men don't toss women <laughs> around because i do think that women do get too much of a pass when it's oh we're upset so we can just get physically violent and then be looking so surprised when they just smack you in the fucking face they shouldn't do it no two wrongs do not make a right but you ain't in the right either that is i see so many <laughs> women doing that i'm like uh why <laughs> and then you see how it goes terribly wrong as she strikes him 
causing massive hemorrhaging. Agent 355 is in the room when things start to happen. The cabinet is preparing to meet. There's a situation going on. They can't reach Israel. All the women are kept away from the boys' conversation. Nora is prepping for her boys' birthday party. Oh, that's that's really fucked up what happened to her. I know who she's going to become, but I'm not going to discuss it until maybe the end of the season. Hero is still in the ambulance staring at her crime and the corpse of her dead lover. I appreciated that a cop showed up looking for said ambulance because I was thinking ain't nobody missing this very important vehicle. But then he suddenly drops dead. Daddy and Nora's son are still asleep. It's just the permanent kind. And I really felt, I mean, I cannot even begin to fathom everything else around happening was worse or bad enough jesus the words but men suddenly dropping everywhere and then your own husband and loved ones dropping everywhere or spitting out blood and convulsing and dying in front of you or you just take off the where you take off the blanket and then they're just dead in a pool of blood and you don't know what the fuck happened yeah that's not gonna be easy for anyone ampersand tosses cheetos to wake yorick who's sleeping during all of this beth did not come home and he is looking out the window and seeing the end this is the end beautiful friend this is the end my only friend and that is where our episode ends we will be coming back for part two most likely tomorrow morning i've already watched it so i'll just record it then if not i'll record it before i record what are we doing tomorrow i believe archer i still gotta get preacher up and i still need to get up the invincible review because i totally spaced on that one so uh but preacher is actually on the calendar the other is a prn so whenever i get that done i'm not gonna hassle myself i'll get everything on the calendar before i do anything that's prn so preacher will probably be coming tomorrow as well i'll probably do that first and then i'll do the second episode and well we'll figure it out tomorrow there should be something coming and then we'll probably do the third episode on friday so feedback blackoutcouch at gmail.com or you can send a or leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease black on magic